Warning, the following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions. Stop it! You're acting like a child! They're coming for you! Look! Greetings, ghouls! It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Fucking dead bastard. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Fetch of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. Very nice night out, as you can tell by the songs of the crickets. Yeah, apparently they like to sing harmoniously all at the same time. They only know one song. (laughs) Thought it would bring a nice atmosphere to our vacation type theme movie yeah for this episode we're going to the beach house we are going to the beach house very divisive uh, film this one was yeah I I, I feel you know I got some feedback from it and it's another one that's like split down the middle Um, you either love it or you hate it I guess definitely a slow burn but I I feel like the reward is worth it yes I agree that that the reward is worth it it's not a movie that you drink a bunch of beers and watch with your friends. It's not one of those. No, definitely not. We literally just watched it while we were down the Cape at a beach house. So I thought it was perfect. And it was. I was like, this movie is beautiful. It's timely. Uh, it's very, very well shot. But the colors are fantastic. Very bright, bright glowing colors. A lot of different shades of blue, some bright yellows. Almost reminiscent of Midsummer, except the yellows in this movie are not to warm you up and to feed your appetite. These yellows are caution. Yes. Lots of caution. So you want to get right into it? Well, get right into it. Why not? Hell yeah. Beach houses are expensive. You got to make the most of it while you're there. The beach house. Wish you were here. Oh, I don't know why that's the tagline. Yeah, no one wishes they were there. I don't get it. Nobody was there. I mean, I wish you were here to die with me. I mean, it was a ghost town. Escaping to his family's beach house to reconnect, Emily and Randall find their off-season trip interrupted by Mitch and Jane Turner, an older couple acquainted with Randall's estranged father. Unexpected bonds form as the couples let loose and enjoy the isolation. But it all takes an ominous turn as increasingly strange environmental phenomena begin to warp their peaceful evening. As the effects of an infection become evident, Emily struggles to make sense of the contagion before it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up pretty well, actually. It really does. Um, like I said, I love the movie. It's not for everybody, I guess. Like you said, it's a, it's a slow burn, but I recommend it. 
Hell yeah. Um, very small cast. I imagine low budget. We've got four main characters. And yes, like uh, off air, Jeremy had mentioned, well, there are like three other people in this movie, but they're, they're <laughs> it's like they have cameos. It really is. I mean, I think combined they're on the screen for a total of 47 seconds. And two of those characters were very well combined. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, so we have Emily played by Liana Liberato. Randall, Noah Legros, Jane, Marianne Nagel. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your guys' names. I'm going to say that's Nagel. Sure, Nagel. And Mitch, Jake Weber. Who's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot of things. Obviously, uh, Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Yes. He was awesome in that. Yeah, I also noticed uh, my wife used to watch the show Medium with Patricia Arquette. Okay. And he played her husband. She was a big fan of that show. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was a pretty good show. Nice. Okay. She was like a uh, ghost whisperer. Well, she was a medium. Aren't that? Isn't that what they are? I guess so. I mean, to put a fancy. If you want to put a fancy, fancy tag on it, I, I guess. mean, now that they do the horse whisper and the dog whisper, everyone's a whisperer of something. It's true. So, do we have any uh, recipes for this one? Oh shit. We're just about to gloss right over the, the recipes. Okay, yeah, of course we have recipes for this one. This is a recipe for disaster. So we're down the Cape. Actually, really far, far down the Cape. Like, almost to the tip. Almost to the tip. <laughs> just the tip. Uh, I believe this was shot in Truro. North Truro. North, North Truro. Yeah, it was actually the producer's father's house. Yeah, so that's actually way, way up the, uh, the Cape. So Cape Codders, really easy to make. You pour some vodka in a glass and then pour in some cranberry juice because there are a lot of cranberry bogs in Massachusetts. Boom, you got the Cape Cotter. I love me some Cape Codders. So we, we, we killed one of those off real real quick. I mean, they're, they're okay. But nice summer day. It's wicked hot out. Actually, it's like very hot. I wanted to wear my Cape Cod hoodie. But I can't do it, man. It's too hot. Oh, it's so humid today. Although I do have a similar beach shirt. Yeah. Amity Island lifeguard. How's that yeah. working out for you? Pretty good. I'm still alive. It's good. So Shandy. Shandy. I think the first Shandy I ever had was down the Cape. Just a little bit of lemonade and some beer. It sounds gross, but it's pretty... So like 50-50? Hell no. 25-75. <laughs> can't have too much lemonade in it. Just enough to relax you and then obviously we had to have oysters made a traditional mignonette and then a spicy topping and then we slurped those suckers down it's a little spicy spiciness to it it was spicy I, I really did dig that yeah so for the occasion I was looking for a beverage that I could drink that was themed with the, with the movie and I really couldn't find anything till I came across this. It was the only thing that made sense. And it's the Sam Adams Wicked Hazy. This movie was Wicked Hazy. You know who gave this to me? Who gave me the idea? My cousin. From Boston. Oh! You <laughs> yeah, That's what you get. Shake up the rest of your beers, you fucking asshole. From Boston! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that commercial is such... 
stereotypical asshole. I love I love those commercials. Because uh, we all know canceled. we all know Sully. Everyone knows a Sully. <laughs> Everyone knows a Fitzy. Those are those guys. Oh, those canoe trip canceled. Real salt of the earth. Luke Gala Brothers. You're right. I see it's wicked hazy, but like, what's it called? That's All not, right, let's that, just start. That, that's, that's commercial. Let's just start, please. For those who aren't in the area. We say wicked a lot. It's true. Okay. So, Beach House. Spoilers ahead. 2020, I believe it was supposed to be for 2019, but again, as things happened, it got uh, pushed pushed ahead starts with this it's a nice overhead view of the ocean like the water beautiful dark blue water oh my god it looks it looks so nice and then it does this transition where it goes underwater and it get it gets up to a lighter blue and yeah. then goes underwater yeah it's it, a lot of colors and swirling and churning if you will yeah some churning lots of churning so they show like these underground uh, rocks I don't know would you call them like stalagmites or tights or whatever the hell like those they're are stalagmites so stalagmites might fall if they were on the ceiling stalactites hold tight Okay, then. On the ceiling of a cave. But this is not a cave, so this is just something different. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, then. So, anyway, they're emitting some sort of smoke or fog. Either way, it's some some Microbes. Microbes, yes. But it's some bad stuff. These stalagmites might be nutting some bad shit into the ocean. (laughs) Smoke shouldn't be coming out like that. No. Yeah, so I basically was like, yeah, it looked like a lava rock stalagmite oozing smoke. (laughs) So then they show this, like, pan of a nice, like, Cape Cod Island. I thought it was a Cape Cod Island, but it's just, just, uh, like you said earlier, it was North Truro. Gorgeous scenery, nice small Cape Town. You see a car coming up the road. And this is Emily and Randall. They pull up to this beach house. Town is quiet. It's almost like like it's a ghost town. Like nobody's around. Nobody's moving. And I mean, he does say the season doesn't start till Memorial Day. But even still, there should be some sort of movement going on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how early in the season it is that they're there. And it's warm enough to go and hang out on the beach in bathing suits. So it can't be too, too early in the season. Yeah, so yeah, there should keep, be people on that cold. beach. Yeah, there should be people on that beach. Um, another thing I want to point out is when they pull up in his beater, they're listening to some weird new wave jazz that I just don't think this couple would really be listening yeah. to. So I was like, like, what the hell is that? So when I watch movies now for, for like the podcast, I do it with captions just to kind of make sure I don't miss like anything. Because you're deaf. It said, like, oh, listening to jazzy music. And I'm going... Oh, is that what it said? Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. I'm going... Because that's what it sounded like. It sounded like... I don't want to say asshole jazz. <laughs> but that's kind of kind of, kind of where it was going. I, I, I know what you mean by that, though. So, yeah. So, it, it they get to this... This cave, this beach house. And apparently, like, they've, they've been apart. Because she says, like, oh, I missed you. So this is obviously a trip for them to reconnect. And he just goes, so what do you want to do? Oh, all right. So this this is a this is a great shot. So 
at first you feel like this is just a regular couple going away on a romantic weekend. Then you realize they, they haven't been hanging out. And this is like, this is something different completely. And this was a beautiful shot. The director, this is a, a brilliant fucking shot. So they're going into the house and you can keep going down the hall into the rest of the house or you can go up the stairs she starts going down into the rest of the house and he grabs her arm and he's literally holding her back. Yes. Oh, what do you want to do? Well, it's clear what the fuck he wants to do. Right. So she kind of looks at him in that fine, we'll fuck. And then they go upstairs. Right. I thought that was a, a brilliant way to introduce this couple. Right. I mean, and it's basically the overview of how their relationship is. Yes. So apparently fucking is the answer. Uh, she's getting up. So they, you know, obviously they, they, they fuck. And then the shot is there laying in bed and like she gets up to go to the bathroom. And all of a well, sudden. Well, first it fades to the beach. Yes. Like Randall brings up. He's like, he's like, you know, I think we should live here like all year round. Like that, that'd be cool, right? She's like, well, what about grad school? Blah, blah, blah. So now, not only was he literally holding her back in the scene before, but now he's going to hold her back in life. Yeah. I mean, it sounds fine if you're you're 17 and you're like, yeah, this vacation forever, man. But it, like in the real world, no, you can't vacation forever. No. Your you- parents' money runs out fucking... What's his name? Chad? <laughs> Chad. Randall. It's, it's totally fucking Chad. Oh, he's a Chad. He's 100% a Randy. Chad. Randy. It's not Randy anymore. It's Randall. <laughs> like, no. Randall, you're still fucking Randy, you idiot. <laughs> like, grow the fuck up. So, yeah, she goes on. She's like, but what about grad school? And Randy, uh, Randall, sorry, Randall, he basically says you know what? It's all bullshit anyway. Like, you know it's all bullshit. Like, this is such a dick move on this guy's part. Yeah, and then he goes, which is very important. This is a good quote that that gets re-quoted. Don't be scared. Yes. And he says don't be scared about, like, quitting on life and just vacationing all the time. But don't be scared is kind of a, a motif of this movie. Yeah. So she she goes to the bathroom. She's washing her hands, but like you know, she can tell like the water feels a little bit weird. And she heads downstairs. Or, well, before she does that, she's going through the, the the medicine cabinet. A lot of Jane Turner shit up in there. A lot of Jane Turner shit up a in there. A lot of pills. The the only one I noticed was oxycodone, yeah. which is basically just like a generic uh, painkiller. Painkiller, yeah. Yeah, and, but also on the I think it was on the but the sink you know that that stereotypical old person Monday, like Tuesday, day kind of thing Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday pill day pill day <laughs> so yeah and, and and I mean the cabinet's just stocked and she goes downstairs there's food in the fridge there's a half drunken like jug of OJ so she's she's starting to get those kind of hey it um, seems like someone might have been here before yeah. The porridge is a little warm. This chair is a little soft. So a blonde lady comes through the slider and just sits down in the kitchen. 
And Emily goes to get Randall. And she starts shucking oysters. Yeah, she's just shucking oysters. She's shucking oysters. But something, Ryan, a little bit. Before we go into the fridge, we notice an unfinished puzzle. Mm. So the unfinished puzzle is the beautiful painting, The Birth of Venus, which doesn't sound important. But if we go a little bit later in this movie, we're talking about the birth of planets. So the birth of Venus is a good title. But the birth of Venus, we're talking about the goddess Venus and how she emerges from the sea fully grown and she's standing in a shell at the edge of the ocean. And there were three other people there with her in the painting. So take it as you will. But I thought that was a brilliant touch to have that puzzle unfinished. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it really was. Shout out to Jenna for naming the uh, painting because I was like, this painting famous, what is? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so, you know, Emily goes upstairs, she goes to get Randall, and of course he asks, like, I don't know, like, who is it? How the fuck is she supposed to know? Right? Like, it could be his parents, and she's just like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Get down and fucking deal with this shit, you goddamn prick. <laughs> so like, she's. I really don't like this guy. No, no, not at all. So Which is funny because Jeffrey Brown wrote this because his father has a beach house down the Cape, and he was basically going through a horrible breakup which is crazy to think because in the story the boyfriend is the horrible person he really is so this i don't is know like midsummer esque like boyfriendism yeah like bad relationship vibes so i don't know if he's writing himself as the girl in this or if he's just like acknowledging how shitty he was and he wasn't ready to be serious with the relationship. I don't know, but great writing. Yeah, no, it was, great it directing. Was. It absolutely was. So she's just shucking oysters at the at the table, and motherfucking you know, She's just like, uh, like, hey, what's up? And of course, like, this is Jane, and she's a little nervous. She's like hiding behind like a wall or something like that. Uh, obviously, they didn't know anybody was coming. And Mitch comes in as well. Right. He had to drive an hour. Yes. To find a store that was open. Now, this is another thing. Okay. I've never been that far deep into the Cape. So maybe there's no stores. But like, come on. There's got to be something close. There, Like, there's stores. There's got to be stores. Yeah, so her name is Jane. Uh, her husband is Mitch. Neither party knew that they, like, either one was coming. But, you know, they seem like nice people. They're very inviting. And they're friends of Randall's dad, Doc. They call him Doc. Right. So Mitch and Doc used to teach um, at a high school together in Brighton. Brighton High. Yeah. That's what they say. So obviously, 20 years ago. Yeah, so obviously Emily's pissed because she's like, what the fuck? Like, I thought we were going to have this place to ourselves. And there's this oyster, like, on the walkway. Okay. Hold on. Before we, before we get to oyster on the walkway, 
because it wasn't a roadster. Okay, well, why is this road so freaking busy? You live in the middle of nowhere. It's never been this busy before. There's got to be a party going on. <laughs> and please invite us to your party. Um, all right, so they're like, okay, well, this feels real awkward. Emily says, we can get a hotel. We didn't know anyone was going to be here. And Mitch goes, that's ridiculous. I'm a grill master. We'll have dinner. It would be nice to have you guys over for dinner. And right away, Randall's like, hell yeah, we're going to stay here. <laughs> and Emily <laughs> looks at him with these like dagger eyes. Oh, she was and she's mad. like, she was you so motherfucker. Mad. She goes, I'm going to go get the bags from the car. Like, hint, hint, drop, drop. Follow me out because we're not staying, motherfucker. Yep. Next scene, she's out cranking a butt. And yeah, there's like this breathing slug on the uh, on one of the steps of the stoop. I, I wrote dead pulsing slug. Okay. I wasn't 100% sure what it was, but they had oysters, so, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. So, Emily's pissed, you know, because it just, it seems like Randy just came up on a whim... Like talking about it, like talking to his dad. Yeah, did you even call your dad? You know how that is yeah. with me and my dad. All right, so red flag. He doesn't have a great relationship with his parents. Right. He doesn't have a great relationship with you. But it's not his fault. Oh, it's never his fault. It's never his fault. So we don't talk. You know how it is. It's not my fault. Which obviously doesn't amuse Emily. So it turns out, you know, he left school. She's like, you know, you left school. You left me. What the fuck? And, you know, he plays it out like everything's going to be fine. But, you know, promises, you know, everything's going to work out. Everything's, everything's going to be, be fine. fine. We'll figure it out. We have time. We have time. Yes. So And that- then wicked awkward kiss. Yeah. He goes to kiss her and she almost doesn't want to kiss him and then kind of kisses his chin and then they <laughs> finally kiss. It was like it seemed like like eighth grade dance. <laughs> so it's nighttime and they're having dinner and it seems like they're all having fun. Uh, Mitch is telling a story about Randall eating oysters as a kid. It's like, come on, like you ate a bunch of these when like, you were oh, like three. You were three years old. You wouldn't eat anything. But then you come in and you're scarfing down all these oysters. And then you threw up. <laughs> That's a great story. So it like, is a yeah. great story because it's so crazy because a lot of the dialogue seems throwaway. Throwaway lines and shit. Mm-hmm. But like almost all of the dialogue means something. Is foreshadowing shit yeah. that later happens. Yeah. You know, they get him to try, you know, some more oysters. And he, and he already looks sick. Like, yeah. I don't care how drunk you are. His hair was all, like, soaking wet. Yep. He looked, like, disgustingly sweaty. And, like, I don't, like, he already looked like he shouldn't be, like, taking in any fucking gross foods no. or drinking or doing edibles. No. And so he, he has another one. He, he tries oysters again. And he's like, ah, this was worse than when I was a kid. And so Emily is, starts talking about her grad school plans. And so she wants to be like a chemical biologist or, so or something she's, like that. So she's already studying organic chemistry, but yeah. she wants to 
study astrobiology at the University of Washington, which obviously Randall doesn't want her to do because it's on the other side of the, the country. She starts talking about how it's all about how organisms can adapt to severe environments that we couldn't even survive. It's like where chemistry becomes biology. Somewhere at the bottom of the ocean, we think. Yeah, yeah, she's she starts getting into some shit. Like like literally like my brain can't like actually like comprehend. And it's like, funny it because, like spinning. Because uh Jake Weber, Mitch, he's like This is way over my head. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So then there's a couple cool shots here where like they were showing the wine glass oh, and then the, like, the, the oyster shell. All the bubbles oh, the, in the, the wine the, and then it like goes to the oyster. Yeah, it goes to the oyster <clears throat> and goo starts like moving in the Dude. shell. Alright, so it's not even that bad. When I rewatched the movie, I, I couldn't believe like the reaction it got out of me the first time I watched this movie. Yeah. But the first time I watched this movie, like not a lot can like I've got a strong stomach. Yeah. But that first time I saw the bubble in the oyster, I like legit almost threw up. <laughs> I was just like, oh no. White. <laughs> uh, uh, like, it was too much. Yeah. And, and of course, they go back to, they go back to Randall and he's just like, eh, I dropped out of school. <laughs> Ooh, you dog know, probably won't like that. Why get an education? To get a job? Well, yeah, that's what normal people do. They get an education, they get a job. Yeah, so a lot of lot of uh, lines being thrown out here that that are important later. Um, when we see the bubbling of the oyster, something or one thing slightly off, and they can talk about changing the whole balance of everything. And Emily says that we would be nothing, dust. Or gas or something. So, like, she's talking like philosophy while Randall is trying to explain. <laughs> basically, not even explain. He's trying to defend his dumbass decision to drop out of out of school. But Mitch and Jane are just kind of eating it up. They're just enjoying hanging out with a younger people, generation. Yeah. And they're, they're 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 kind of having a good time, even though they're hanging out with assholes. <laughs> yeah, really. But and that's where I was gonna get to next. It was just, like Jane's just very grateful for the company. Randall goes to get like refills, and of course there's like nothing left but a, like a half a bottle of Chardonnay, and he's pouring. And he goes, there whoa, whoa, whoa. something else. Well, but before that, Mitch seemed like a, an alcoholic in this in this moment. He's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, there's no, there's nothing else. Like even though he just got a full bottle of, or full bottle full glass of wine poured for him. He's like, oh, there's nothing else. I, I feel like I could use a little bit of whiskey. You know, like, well, there's no stores near us. And Emily goes, we nobody's drive. nobody's driving. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, does Doc have any hidden bottles? And that's when Randall very awkwardly brings up edibles. He's <laughs> like, hey, let's do edibles. So they bring out the chocolate, and Emily hates. Hey, did idea. you see the name of the chocolate? I did. I didn't write it down. It was mellow. Oh, that's right. Here. Uh, I was wondering if there was going to be some sort of chocolate in the recipe. Want to split this other one? Sure. You wild man. <laughs> it's like a Hershey bar. They're mellow. Mellow bars. So they bring out the chocolates. Emily hates the idea because she could obviously tell that Jane is medicated. Heavily. 
heavily, very heavily. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Saturday, Sunday, happy days. And and you know, like they play some records. You know, mm. yeah, they do. So, first record that they start to spin. Sincerely yours, greatest hits, volume two. Ernest Ernie and the Sincerities. My eyes don't believe what I'm seeing is the track that they're actually listening to. And I'm only mentioning this because of how tedious it was for me to pause the movie and go up to the screen and stare at that goddamn record (laughs) and see what I thought I was seeing. And then like Googling and then going through the song list. And then finally, I found the song. It's I mean, about it a like bad relationship. Can I mean, you believe it? It sounded like good stuff, though. Like, you know, it's like just... a, it's like kind of like old old Motown type of type of stuff. So here, here are was, some of the lyrics. There was like a hint of Pink Floyd in there too. Were you staring at before? Well, I mean, there's no hint of Pink Floyd in this Dude, old uh, Motown Maybe it was the later song. Maybe it was later on, like in the thing. But there was oh, some... okay. So that's that's the score of, okay. the, of the movie. All right. This is a song. It sounds like old Motown. It's kind of kind of old. Right. Uh, so, but then I met a girl. We had an exchange, and my whole world was radically changed. It was a whirlwind, magic and strange. I was falling in love. And then the rest of the song is about how he still didn't end up with the girl. Bad relationship. Great baseline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, they're playing some records, they're just shooting the shit. Like like Jane and Emily are shooting the shit about astrobiology. Yeah, which... it, it basically is basic elements. Heat from the core of the earth kept churning these elements. Well churning. We don't we don't hear that till later, but she literally just said it. Well, it's repeated later. Oh yeah, because they say churning like five times in the movie. That's why I keep saying churning. Fine, but Mitch is feeling a little bit weird. Like he's like washing the dishes, and he, he feels the water. Like I feel like you know, like they should have felt this water already. Yeah, he uh, he looks like he he was lost in thought. Maybe like he lost a moment because the way that, that the cut, like the edit right there, yeah, it looks like he lost. Like he's like, whoa, what's going on? And the water's still running. He's looking at all the bubbles in the sink. He goes, yeah. soft water, and it looks like the water was, shall I say, viscous. I would say viscous. Viscous is a good word, and of and of course, like while Emily's talking to Jane, it's it, it she's describing everything that's basically about to happen in the movie. We're delicate. Yeah, Randall's just kind of zoning out, listening to the tunes, and Jane's pretty fucked up. Yeah, this is basically typical drug stereotypes. So we have the way too deep talk for the room. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the chick. She's basically breaking down astrobiology and we've got one guy in the kitchen feeling things you know mm-hmm. he's like texture soft water <laughs> and then we just have randall putting on music and then just like escaping into the yeah the, the rhythm <laughs> which is is more my kind of thing because i just oh god we have fireworks now We've always had fireworks. Okay. 
wish I could at least see them. Anyway, <laughs> but that's more like my my thing. If I'm gonna get like super fucking high, like I just want to just lay on my bed and listen to Pink Floyd or some sort of shit like that. Uh, good random band to listen to while you're high. Drive by Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Check them out. They're on Spotify. <laughs> they're on Spotify. Uh, apparently, they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just driving by. <laughs> Close your mouth. All right. So we're you know we're we're back to underground, under the water, and it looks like it looks like all the rocks just kind of busted up. There's like debris, kind of like everywhere. And there's like a fog coming from like the water, like the floor, the ocean floor, and it's just like crazy. Now Jane's outside with Randall, just kind of looking at the water, and now there now there's these glowing microbes. Yes, windswept microbes. There's something in the air. Usually, it's in the water. Usually, yes. And, and uh, some, I, don't, I don't know who said it, but someone goes, that's probably Randall. Super trippy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. And so, like, Jane wants to go see it. And then, like, Emily, Emily's, like, on the, on the porch. Like, she lights one up. And, of course, this is where Mitch is like, oh, you're such a smart person, but you still, like, smoke cigarettes. She's, She's like, like, yeah, yeah I do dumb shit. Stupid shit. Yeah, and... You know, Jane's still inside. Randall, like, is trying to change the music. And she was into what he was playing before, and then she just kind of goes outside. I thought that... All right, so this is a brilliant short scene. There's so much depth in this encounter. So we have Randall, and he looks hammered at this point. Like, I hated Randall at this point. Yeah. He just looks smashed, and he's, like, trying to change the record. It's taking him forever to change the record. And Jane's talking to him about how much she was enjoying the old song. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to find the next one. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. She's like, it made me like it felt alive. Yes. And gives her a creepy smile. And before she leaves to go outside behind her on the shelf was a board game. You know, it was the game of life. I was looking, I was trying to look like on the shelf for like stuff and I, I missed it. I missed the game of life. Just saying. Yeah. Typically, it's what I do. I'm here for you, bro. <laughs> so, I'm looking in the corners and the shadows. Yeah. So she just kind of takes off and goes outside. And he kind of just puts on his headphones and like passes out on the floor. You don't give a fuck. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, yeah that's fine. Peace. And Mitch is still talking to Emily outside and like they notice it kind of smells like he's like, oh, it kind of like smells of like sewage. And then he asks, oh, have you like, have you seen Jane? And it kind of explains that he has to watch out for her. So I'm guessing she has like beginning stages of like either Alzheimer's or, or dementia or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's left very vague what her her health status is. But yeah. Yeah, and now she's she's like walking through like the trees with all the nice like glowing microbes. Now, mind you, like this just beautiful colors, and now it's it's like dripping off like the trees. Yeah, it like almost goo. looked like glowing webs, and then 
sure. I mean, this shit looks gross. But she decides to touch it. She's, like, running her hand through yeah, it. Yeah, and it's all, like, all over her hand. And then, like, she starts, like, coughing. Yes, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And calling for Mitchell. Dumb move. Not not the calling for Mitchell, but, like, running your hands through shit. And then, like, yeah, obviously, you're going to get sick. Right. And now Randall's fucking passed out. And they wake him up and... Mitch goes looking for, for for his wife. There were a lot of other games strewn through this scene. There was a chess game. Yeah, right, there was right a, in the middle. It was like on a like a I don't know, it's not like an island, but yes, you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean because that's what I was pointing out. Yes, all in play. All of, there were three games. I, I there was chess. There was like a Mencala or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there was like I don't know what the other one was like Chinese checkers or something. But they were all in play, so they're in the middle of the game. Yeah, uh, Emily goes outside. She shuts the uh, the glider the, from letting the like the fog in because now it's kind of foggy. Out. Wicked foggy. You could say it was wicked hazy. It's wicked hazy. My cousin from Boston said so, and. Now, you, you can't see outside. Emily's sweating her balls off. Yeah, and, and this also, is... Also, she doesn't have balls. But I'm just saying, like, she's sweating like crazy. Okay, I'm, I'm glad that you clarified that. Uh, this is a really cool um, technical thing, that the blue and red started separating from the color. Yeah. It was like an almost like a 3D effect. And she's like, can you smell that? I'm seeing sunspots. I don't feel good. And then she passes out. Yeah. Some of these effects were really fucking cool. Really cool, but like old school effects. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with old school effects, guys. No, I love I love that. I, I thought all the effects in this movie were awesome. Yes. Uh, some there's some bright like flashing lights. Yeah. Like you said, she just passed out. It's now dark out. She wakes up. It's 2.07 in the morning. The record is stopped. Yeah. Randall's, Power's off. Randall's still out. And she hears Jane coughing and puking in the bathroom, and so she coughing and retching. Oh, sorry. I would yes, say. actually, that's what the caption said. They said retching. <laughs> yeah, I was just, just like, <laughs> so like the door is partly open, and like you can see, like she's kind of like looking in, but then Mitch is like, "Oh, I see you," and shuts the door, right, like in her face. And so they finally go to bed, and then she's looking at the light on the bedside table, and there's just microbes, like, everywhere. Yeah, it's like, you know when you're, I don't know, let's say early in the morning, and there's light shining in one of your windows, and you can see all the dust flying in the air? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. was if 100%. the dust could murder you. It can, apparently, in this movie. Well, dust in this movie, you. hell yeah. Dust, dust, will dust mites up and dust mites might fuck you up. You. Um, and then, so they show the water, and you can like see, I don't know, this, it's like all like kind of swirling or churning around like in the water. Uh, Emily like jolts up like it might have been like some sort of like a dream. And she like gasps awake. Like, <sighs> yeah. It's after. 12 o'clock, it's afternoon, she says to Randall, like, she still feels fucking stoned, and she has, like, this horrible taste in her mouth, <laughs> and there's stuff all over the window. Yo, I wrote down slimy window, because she run her finger down it, gross. Yeah. 
Yeah. Airbnb, not getting a good rating. No. Although it was his parents' house, but, you know. You know, well, it's fine. So Emily goes downstairs. Jane is just staring out at the water, and she's, you know, calling to her. She's very unresponsive. Uh, pill bottles all over the table. Open. All open. Yeah. She looks deathly ill at this point. She looks older. Much older, and asks where Mitch is, and then she starts to panic. And so Randall's coming down as Jane is going up. Now she's like grabbing the rail. Like oh, this was a really, a really cool shot. Like, like she's like, like deathly sick. You know, she's just hugging the rail. And Are you just okay? Like, Are you fine? And, and he's, he's fine. He's standing there in the middle of the stairs. Yeah. But she's struggling to get up the stairs. I thought this was a brilliant take on life. Now, I feel like the couple in this movie, um, uh, not Mitch and, and Jane, Emily and Randall, mm-hmm. might have been better if they were played by an older couple, like in their 30s. Yeah, I can see that. Because it, it seems like, for the shot in particular, it's like he's at a midlife crisis moment and she's at the end of her life. So... They start, like, searching for Mitch because they don't know where he is right now. And they're like, hey, look, you know, let's go down to the beach. So they go down to the beach. Beautiful day. Not a soul on the beach. Okay. No, so I don't know if you noticed this. This is probably the only thing that I actually noticed, like, off in the distance in the entire movie. Like, you notice games on the <laughs> shelf and stuff like that. I don't notice anything. So they go down the stairs to go to the beach the shot stays often like the horizon of the water there's like some splashing going on there's like activity in the water I don't know if you noticed that yeah there was a shark eating a seal I don't know what it was it was a shark eating a seal was it yeah I got it in my next note that I just made up just now I couldn't honestly tell what it was. I just saw I saw water flying like like activity. I saw water activity and I was like, okay, something's happening. So you saw water splashing on a rock. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I broke the whole movie down. <laughs> it's that, true. That is what the whole movie's about. Water splashing on a rock. If you think about it. So they sit down on the beach. Now all you know, they're they're searching for somebody, but they decide we searched long enough. We, we looked for like 10 seconds. We go, hey, Mitch, you want it, Mitch? All right, fuck it. This, this, uh, this suntan. Yeah, we're just going to sunbathe. That's fine. Uh, and they don't have towels. No. This really bothered me. So dude takes off his shirt and uses the shirt as like a, like a pillow, which makes sense. But she just like put her head in the goddamn sand and that really bothered me. I don't. It was just like, oh God, no! What are you doing, Emily? No. Yeah, and so she, you know, like they they lay down. Randall wakes up. All of a sudden, like his stomach starts like turning, like he has to take a shit, and he's just like, I gotta fucking go. Are you and, okay? Do you want me to come with you? He goes, No, <laughs> it's, it's guy guys. Thing. It's a guy thing. Oh, because puking and shitting is only for guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> So she lays back down, and next to him are Randall's, like, dock shoes or whatever the fuck they're called. With keys inside. Keys inside the shoes. shoes. And, like, she wakes up, and there's, like, this sideways kind of shot. 
Oh, that was a cool fucking shot. That was a cool I shot. I love the shot. Because she's they, they show her, she's like looking off, and there's like a house like off in the distance or whatever. And all of a sudden, like you know, like Randall's in the bathroom and turns on the faucet and it's all like congealed goo. Yeah, yeah, it's very whatever. slimy. Here's a noise upstairs, goes to check it out. But when we go back to Emily while she's on the beach, she turns over and there's Mitch. Mitch just shows up out of nowhere. He's like a ghost. He's like, I was just wandering around. Yeah. Yeah. And he was explaining how he liked going there because it was comfortable. Like, it was quiet. Same weather, same room, same furniture. It was like a place frozen in time. And he was hoping to, like, just get one last special time with Jane. Yeah, so obviously... He's scared. Right, so well, so obviously Jane probably doesn't have a whole lot of time left. Right. So, you said when people change, like in front of you, it, it, it scares you. Yeah, of course. I mean, that could go for him. Obviously, his wife is changing because she's sick. Also, Randall's changing because now he's a douchebag. Everybody's changing, and that's the point. There's a forever change. We're constantly changing. Yes. The only constant in life is change. Um, He also says that they're fortunate to be around the younger couple. Yeah. And that's after Emily asks, like, what's wrong with Jane? He kind of just... He ignores it. He 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 doesn't want to discuss her health. Everything is fine. It's so nice out today. And I would like to point out that I don't think Jane is sick at all. You don't think so? No. I think she represents old age. I don't, and it I just, don't think she was that old, though. It, it. I think they could have portrayed... It wouldn't have been as poignant if they had an old, old couple and like a middle-aged couple. I think having them college age... And like maybe middle age works better for marketability. But I think this should have been like a really old couple and like someone your age. Our age. Your age. We're the same age. Technically, no. Okay, we're a month apart. Yeah, and you're older. No, you're not. I'm not. You're older. You you act it. I do active, but you're older. <laughs> no, but I, I, I feel like uh, they leave the health concern so vague because she just represents death, old age, and dying. Yeah. That's all. Okay. The, you know, we're on this mortal coil together. Okay. So anyway, Mitch just decides, you know what? I'm just going to go for a swim. That's fine. Like, I'm just going to do that. Okay. It's so a beautiful day. So he just, he starts walking into the water. Great shot. Great scene. And walking and walking and walking. And I'm sorry, but he's walking further than I feel like he should be able to walk. Like, I feel like his feet shouldn't be able to touch the ground, like, as far out as he walks. Have you walked out in the water in the Cape? You can walk far. Bro. I can't afford to go to the Cape. Like, I don't go to the Cape. Okay, well, like, dude, you can walk out for a long time before, like, like, you know, that point where, like, you're out and your legs are wet and you're like, okay, it's really cold. 
And then there's that point where <laughs> where the bottom of your bathing suit gets wet, and like that's a whole nother level. No, that's and then the and you're like, oh god, oh god, oh god. And then there's the point where your balls get wet, <laughs> and that's another level. That's the biggest level. That's that's the biggest level. Well, no, that's like that's level three, and then like the rest of your body. Like, cause then once your balls are wet, you're like, well, I'm in. <laughs> cause I was, at, I was at my sister's house yesterday. She has a, has a pool. And of course, like the last like three weeks, she's like, oh yeah, the water temperature has been like 86. And then like the day before we decided to go, there's like the remnants of a hurricane and it cuts the water out like 10 degrees. So we get in the water and of course it took me about an hour to get in the water just to get my balls wet. Ah, it's like a Band-Aid, man. Just gotta oh, rip it off, jump right in. That's oh, fucking awful. Yeah, but anyway, my, my point is, yeah, you can walk for a, a good amount out in there until, you, until you're under the water. I'm used but, to I'm used to lakes though. Like my father-in-law has a place on the lake. Like way different. You, you walk in, you take like three steps, and all of a sudden you're like underwater. Yeah. So Mitch leaves nothing but a shirt and footsteps in the sand. Yeah. So yeah, his head disappears, and then he's just gone. And so now Jane is groaning in the bedroom. And yeah, that's where most of us two are groaning. <laughs> and so Randall kind of like knocked and like taps on the door. He's like, you okay? I'm coming in. You know, if you don't want me to, say so. Uh, he goes in the room. Emily is still on the bench. Uh, bench. Beach. Oh, my God. I'm just, wow, I can't read anything. Uh, screaming for Mitch and... She steps on this gross pile of slimy, squiddy jelly stuff and now has this jelly worm. Stuff. They're called jellyfish. Either way, she now has a worm in her foot. Yeah, so apparently these jellyfish actually existed way, way back in the day. And they would attack their prey with these worm-like parasites. And that's how they would capture and eat their prey. Okay, well, it's in her foot right now. Yeah, that sucks. And they're all over the beach. They're, like, lined up along the shoreline. And now she's dragging her open foot wound across the sand. Ouch. I don't know why people do this. Like, I'm sorry, but if I had an open wound like that, I would have my foot elevated because I don't want sand in it. Okay, so Jeremy... (laughs) Riddle me this. How would you drag your stupid ass across the beach and up fucking like five flights of stairs to the house? Tell me, would your foot be elevated the whole time? I would try my best. Would you get it out of the sand? I would try my best. I feel like she didn't put in the effort. Okay. Just saying. She's also, like, I, I don't know what, like this, the edibles that they took in this movie. I, I just want to go on the defense for marijuana edibles <laughs> they do not do what the movie says that they do <laughs> they ate like shrooms so yeah she's dragging herself across the beach she goes up the stairs pulls her stuff off self up on the stairs here we go with the movie poster shot you do and is dragging herself through the house and then like she checks her foot now there's like three holes in her foot and a worm like pops its head out and then like like, goes back like he's like they're Mr. fucking Hanky you know what it reminded me of it was like uh, was it like whack-a-mole when you're like funny games (laughs) pop pop 
Yeah, so like the wormy like thing pops out and he's like, oh, I'm going to go back in your foot. She goes through the cabinet. She grabs distilled vinegar, pours it on her foot. I'm guessing it stings because like, you know, she was screaming. All right. So I, I also want to point out like the right when I saw this I was like, whoa, why is she putting vinegar on her on her foot? I'd never seen anyone do that. So I Google it to see if that was like some kind of remnant. Or like something you should do, and it goes, do not do that. So I don't know where that came from. So if you have a worm in your foot and you need to cut it out, tequila. <laughs> you know, because worms go with tequila. Don't. And then you can eat the worm. Don't pour vinegar on your open wound. No. What if she takes the worm out of her foot with the. The little tongs. Yeah. Oh, I forgot the tongs. I don't, don't have forget the sound chef's knife. Yo, oh my God, that was so brutal. She opens the wound and then pulls the worm out with the tongs. So she takes the, the worm out, puts it in a glass, pours tequila in the glass, and then does the shot. Oh, wow. That would have been a good recipe for disaster. Damn it. Tequila with the worm. Oh, oh wow. That's fine. So, as we just said, she grabs a knife, she grabs some tongs, she pulls that fucking thing out, and holy shit, it's a foot-long hot dog. Maybe not a hot dog, but it's a foot-long. It was a word. Worm. It was a worm. But either way, it was long. She finally gets to wrap up her foot, and she takes some pain meds. She steals some oxycodone from Jane. Goes into the bedroom to, like, get dressed. Randall goes by the door. He's, like, crawling, and now he can barely crawl, yeah. So, like, he now seems like he's fucked up. And out comes Jane, who's, like, foaming at the mouth. White-eyed. With, with, like, white eyes. And, like, so he's like, oh, I was just trying to help. So he, like, crawls downstairs, but she just kind of does, like, a barrel roll. Or she just falls down the stairs, basically. <laughs> She's like, eh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to waste time. And they go outside. They, like, lock her in the house. They keep... They tie the door shut with a hose. <laughs> they keep walking. Jane just busts through the glass. Yep. And they go to a neighbor's house, and he's just like, I need medical attention. I need a hospital. I'm all fucked up. And, like, nobody's home. And Reno says he like he tried to help her and and says like it was, it was like he was knocked out like he doesn't like remember or whatever and in comes like more fog or particles whatever but th- at this point we still think it's fog yeah and around the corner is a neighbor who just like crawls around the corner of the house zombie crawling neighbor. Yeah, white-eyed, foaming, <laughs> fucked up like Jane, and they're like, ah, what the fuck? So they just, like, they keep, like, walking into the night, and Randall is having a hard time breathing, and they see, like, this flashing light, this flashing yellow light, and, of course, they get to it, and it's, a, it's a, like, an emergency truck. And, and a, an abandoned service truck. She's like, here, hold on to this mailbox. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so it's an emergency truck with a CB radio. She tries calling the police, and all we hear is exposed, extremely dangerous. Lock yourself in. It's not the fog. Yeah, where are you? Beachcomber Road. Oh, are you near the water? And this really bothered me. 
She said she's on Beachcomber Road. She could have been on, we're on the motherfucking water lane. Yes, we're by the water. Yeah. Seal the windows. Don't breathe it in. It's not fog. And so she looks over to like Randall and he's like gone, but he like fell over, I'm guessing. And she picks him up and he's just like, maybe it wasn't a great idea to go to the beach. Yeah. No <laughs> shit, asshole. Uh, she picks him up, goes like goes to the house. Obviously, nobody else is home. She's starting to look sick, though. Yeah. She's feeling sick. She smashes a window and, like, she, like, throws it, like, not throws it, but he, like, climbs through the window. She follows and lands on her foot. Uh, they search the house. Now, the house is, like... Yellow a, filter mm-hmm. right here, I'd like to point out. The house is, like, a disaster area. And, like, the phones are, are completely dead. Now, like, she's starting to think, like, it came from the water. Mm-hmm. Now, they're realizing they're pretty much fucked. Yeah. Uh, she gives him some water, and then they. She was able to turn on the TV. Randall and saying, behind Randall, on the shelf, right by his head, was a book, a novel by Ken Flett called "Lie Down with Lions." Okay. So basically, it's a book about a spy back in the '80s, but it's about a, a love triangle. The core of the movie, the book, was basically a bad relationship. <laughs> And I don't know why they, that might be in this movie. Who knows? Really nailing it home here. So, Randall's saying he's now feeling something churning. That is that word. Churning. churning. Something's churning inside of him. And they get the TV on, and now it's just like this like emergency broadcast system kind this of thing. This is not a test. However, she turns on the radio and gets like an AM frequency that is explaining that microbes... The microbes have been preserved in rock, and the Earth's heat freed the bacterial form, bubbling to the surface. Oceanographic Research Institute located 41 degrees north, 54 minutes, 67 seconds. And then it cuts out. So Emily wants to basically, just like last night, we're just going to, you know, make it till morning. We're going to lock ourselves in here, and Randall's like... Dude, I'm not gonna make it. And he's like, I'm, I'm fucking done, and he's like scared. I've wasted so much time on shit. I'm scared. Yep. And this throwaway line that could be important, but maybe it's not. If you look too deep into this movie, which I obviously I did. Oh God. And she goes, I'm here. Ooh. So now, like fog, like the fog is in the hallway. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. He's playing with the radio, and she's now downstairs in the basement looking at, like, these tanks. After she noticed bloody footprints. See, now, I thought they were hers from her foot. I don't know. It just seemed like she noticed them. So, like, maybe she noticed that they were her footprints, but it seemed like she only got one bloody foot. Yeah, that's true, too. Because I I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, like, her foot's, like, fucked up. So, like, maybe it's, like, from her. Yeah, but they were both feet. And it seemed like she noticed them all of a sudden. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, you know, she's now in the basement, and they're, like, these oxygen tanks. And she was sealing the doors with duct tape, which was very smart. Right. I mean, it's too late, but, I mean, they breathed enough shit in. So, I don't think she realized they were, like, oxygen at first. So, she, like, kind of, like, I don't know, she, like, tested it. Oh, she wanted to see if they were... Or empty or what? Right. I mean, if you have a tank, like, it should be labeled exactly what it is. 
but I mean, weren't there? Uh, oh no, there weren't. There weren't like the little like they were like little scuba tanks, right? But there weren't like meters like attached to the marine. No, but it should say what it is. Right. Okay. So anyway, Randall's looking like he's fucking like done. He's fucking spinning out, spitting out whatever fucking foam. Oh, he was like fauceting out slime. Slime and alien squid babies. Don't expire when they succumb to the affliction. While life doesn't resemble what we've come to understand, a complex carbon-based form has become something else. Yeah, so out come the white eyes, and he looks like he's finally turned and just passes the fuck out again. Until our planet becomes like all others, an extinction extinction event to all current complex forms of life. Yeah. Emily goes to another part of the basement, and now there's two gooey guys downstairs. Did you talk about Randall throwing up? Yes, I did. What did he throw up? It was like slime, and I called it a um, squiddy alien. I put down oyster baby. Oh, because it looked like an oyster with like a like a fucking head. <laughs> I just said squid baby. Uh-huh. All right, cool. So either way, so now Emily discovers the two gooey people. Yeah, they were like fusing together. It was like a seafood shunting. <laughs> yeah. Um, she decided to get the fuck out of there and she grabs the tanks to get to Randall and he crawls out after Emily constantly drooling and she smashes him with the tank and then has to hit him again because he doesn't quite die right away and she finds the car keys to one of her cars in the driveway Grabs the oxygen tank, heads into the car, so she's got, like, the thing in her mouth. It was a Chevy Blazer. Okay. Sorry. Just wanted to point it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I sure. have notes. I want to use them. Sure, it's a great vehicle. Um, turns off all the vents. Turns off the fans. Not sure how she can see where she's going. This was the most foggy drive I've ever seen. Because, like, she would this drive. This scary. She would, like, drive. and it then scared all, the shit out of me. All of a sudden, there's, like, a railing. Oh, I gotta go this way. And then she'd go. And then there's, like, a railing. Oh, I gotta go turn this way. And But that doesn't end up helping because she ends up driving into a tree. She gets out of the car and then, like, ends up in a pond. Yep. to that car ends up in a tree. Ha, ha, ha. I was going to come up with a funny joke, but I couldn't remember. It's just like, George, George, George of the jungle, <laughs> as as you can be. George, George, George of the jungle, watch out for that tree. <laughs> okay, but anyway, she ends up in a pond. Yep. And she just, like, kind of sits there. Yeah, and, so she's coughing a lot. Yeah. Crawls to the pond relaxes, she kind of is like chilling in the pond and everything goes staticky, then bubbly, then foamy, swirling, shots of the ocean. Then you see the shot of the pond again, like like daytime, and you see the, the pond where she was and it's bubbling. Yeah, I was trying to like notice if... Because, like, the things you see, like, in the water, I'm like, are those, like, fish, like, dying and, like, hitting, like, the surface or something? But, like, no, it's just, like, shit that's happening. Yeah. And it, like, kind of goes to white. Now we're back to the beach. 
Emily is washed up on the shore, just laying there with her white eyes. Yeah. She's infected. And she's saying, just saying, don't, don't be scared. scared. Don't, be, don't scared. be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Says it over and over and over. Then the wave comes, takes her away. Takes her away, kind of dissolved or uh, and absorbed her. Yeah. And then there we get credits. And I love the credit song. The end credit song. Yeah. Brilliant. It was just waves. Oh, what did you think? I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I mean, I picked it for our tangent New Fears Eve episode for one of the best movies of 2020. I, I really enjoyed it. I know it's a slow burn and not everybody kind of likes that kind of thing, but I don't mind it. And it was, I mean, it wasn't really like a zombie, like kind of like thing, but it had like those kind of like tones. Zombie-esque. Yeah. Type of shit, yeah. Yeah. I dug it too, man. Like, if you're in the mood for it, this can be great. Like, if you're going into this expecting like crazy over the top gore and just like boob drops, you're not getting it from the beach house. No, no, definitely not at all. So it definitely depends on your mood. Um, I'm going to be so bold and say I'm going to give this movie three. <laughs> oh, why are you laughing? Three and a quarter bricks. I'm laughing because you teased and said you were going to give it six. There's no such thing as six bricks. We only go to maybe, five. Maybe if there was a special movie, it could potentially go to six. If we make a movie, it'd go six prints. Spinal Tap actually went to 11, so there are other movies that could go to six. Just so you know that the, the dial, is, it's still the same volume. Full volume is full volume. But it goes to 11. Yeah, but like if your volume only goes to 10, it's the same volume. But it goes to 11. Full volume is full volume. <laughs> All I'm saying is if we make a movie, Six Brains. Why don't, why don't you make 10 louder? Okay, so I'm going to give it 3.75 Brains. <laughs> We're going to go Star Search territory. 3.75. Wow, we were pretty close on this one. I feel like this has been the closest we've been in a while. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, if she's like this microbiology, astro, whatever she was. <laughs> I feel like she should have seen this coming. She did see it coming. The whole movie foreshadows every single thing that happens. She said we would be nothing. Dust or gas or something. And that's exactly what happens to her at the very end. Right. But, I mean, she'd be like, oh, my God. This is what's happening. Let's get the fuck out of here. And then, like, they go. They should have just kept going. So, there's a great, great scene where Mitch and her are out on the balcony. And she's smoking a cigarette. And he goes, you, with all your science, and you're still going to smoke a butt. And she's like, yeah, I can be really smart. But do some stupid shit. Yep. And that is life, brother. It is. Yeah, so... 3.75 3.75 points. <laughs> solid. Well, not solid, because 3.75 is not a full four. Three it's and a, a quarter brain. is not a full four. It's a decent brain size. I I say that we're pretty close, so we, this would be a three and a half brain. <laughs> hmm. so, I agree. There we go. 
very good movie. I would I would recommend it to people. Like I said, those who like the slow burn, you know, people aren't dying immediately. Like like we were talking earlier before we started recording. There's four people in this movie. Seven if you count the gooey people. And all of them die. They do. So there's that. Yes. I mean, yes, it takes an hour for anyone to succumb to whatever. But yeah, I mean, the way they die is awesome. Yeah, I agree. All right, so speaking of suggesting this movie to people, Fergie reached out and was wondering if we knew any good new horror movie suggestions. Going to be trapped inside during... Hashtag Henry. It's Henri. Say it like the news people. Hashtag Henry. <laughs> Figured it would be a good day to catch up. Oh, what's you in the mood for? Serious or funny? The Beach House is a good serious slow burn. Vicious fun is great if you want something funny with gore. Both are on shutter currently. Vicious fun is viciously fun. Yeah, so I reached out on Instagram and I said, uh, you know, we're going to do this movie. You know, what what are your all thoughts on it? Actually, uh, Adam analyzes, says, I had fun with it. It was a good body horror film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of like, uh, I can't even think of his fucking name now. I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> it, uh, is, it is. It is. It does have body horror. Like she's pulling up the true. Yes. Fucking worm. Okay. From her. Not, all right. That's like some Cronenberg shit. All right. I'll give you that. Uh, OG slasher queen says I haven't watched it yet. I'll try to watch it this weekend. You know, I replied and said it's definitely a good watch in our opinion. And then M Feldman 03 says not worth it. But you know what? To each their own. Everybody has their own thing. Yeah, so obviously I put it out too and uh, got a hit back from Melanie and her her name literally is Melanie Anchor Wave, like, you know, the emojis. And she said, I was bored. So, I mean, obviously this movie's not for everyone. If you're not in the mood for something slow, don't watch it. But if you're in the mood for something that you can give the time to let it sink in, it's definitely worth it, I think. I, I do too. I really enjoyed this movie. And the second time I watched it, I liked it more. Yeah, no, I I, I agree a hundred percent. Such a good movie. That's it. That's all I got. Horror babe of the month. Thaisa Farmiga. I'm a fan of the Farmigas. Yes, so actually, Taisa debuted in her sister Vera's movie, Higher Ground. Really? Yes. Obviously, most people know her from the American Horror Story series. She was in this uh, season's Murder House, Coven, Roanoke, and Apocalypse. She played a big part in The Nun. She was in a couple episodes on TV. Uh, There was 50 States of Fright almost there. She was in the Twilight Zone, Not All Men. And I can only imagine what that episode's about. (laughs) I imagine that's pretty pretty timely and hilarious uh, and poignant. She... um, The reason I thought she definitely earned this horror babe role was 
for her role in The Final Girls, which she won Best Actress at the Fright Meter Awards. That was such a fun movie. I'm trying to get my wife to watch that. She hasn't seen it yet. She will love it. Yeah. It's so funny. Which is is driving me insane because she loves Adam Devine, who is fucking hilarious. Adam Devine is hilarious in everything. I just love how every was it like 92 minutes like <laughs> like the movie starts over and like the, the, the truck goes by and she's just like what the fuck is going on? It's just the start of the movie over and over and over again. Such a fucking funny movie. That That's a that's a great one. I really really enjoyed that one. I did too. I think that might be everything. Uh, no. No? It's not everything. It's not everything? Because we didn't cheers Taisa. Cheers, Taisa. Cheers. She liked your tweet, so hopefully she'll like our Horror Babe of the Month shout-out. I hope so. Um, I get way too excited when the people actually like our stuff. I do. Yeah, it's... That's cute. All right, so you can <laughs> you can check us out on Podomatic and iTunes and Spotify and all that other shit. Reach out to us at fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com. Now this is the important one right here. Yes. You can actually like talk to one of us. Reach out to us with any thoughts, gripes, bitches, moans, whatever you wanna like get off your chest. If you have an idea for a movie that you think we should be talking about, uh, an idea for a tangent that we might go off on, anything, just uh, drop us a line. We'll get back to you. We'll show you out in the next episode. Follow us at Fans of the Dead One on Twitter. You can always check us out on Instagram. We are Fans of the Dead Podcast. Uh, we have a website, fansofthedead.com, where you can order our t shirts. I'm trying to come up with an idea for a shirt for our recipes, like a recipe for disaster t-shirt. I'm trying to come up. sounds like a recipe for disaster. What I want is a hat. We could do a hat. I would love. I'm working, honestly, I'm working on a hat. I'm working on a logo for like a recipe for disaster logo. Because that's like our thing. That's what we do. Just one of the things we do. It's just saying. Uh, yeah, so. I got I got a logo for it. Fans of the dead. I got, I got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> buy a t-shirt check out all our recipe episodes check out our podcast episodes we're on Facebook Fans of the Dead YouTube Fans of the Dead what else one no it's just Fans of the Dead I thought it was Fans of the Dead one no just Fans of the Dead on, okay. on YouTube and you can also just look up Recipe for Disaster boom we there okay we're good yeah so uh, we'll see you next month. We have a special month for uh, back to school planned. We got a, the end of this season is going to be insane. We're we're busy bees coming up here. Busy bees. I'm excited. A lot of people going to be joining us. A lot of guests. This is going to be a fun-filled end to the season. September, I, October, huge. I cannot wait. I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's going to be fun. Yes. As always, have fun. Be safe. Procreate. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>